<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 301. My name is Eric. I'm Jason. Hello, Jason. Hello, sir. How's it going? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yeah. I uh, just now realized that uh, apparently that last six months that we, we took off mm-hmm. uh, has, has broken me. Um, uh, in, in, in ways that I was not broken before, uh, and that I keep forgetting how to actually do this show. Yeah. Oh, you knew once. Huh? You once knew. I, I, I don't know that I knew fully, but I had a formula. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that is gone. You're like, we're just doing it wrong in a completely different way now. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, cause usually I introduce, uh, when I introduce the show, uh, I say what, uh, what the thing is that we're about to oh, review. Oh, yeah. I have, I have not done that. Well, that's kind of alright. Yeah. It's an, it's 3.0. It's true. It's true. Yeah. We can change it up. Yeah. But then also, I, I fucked up all our audio levels and I, I don't know how to get them back to normal. So I, I'm not sure what these last couple episodes are going to sound like. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it'll work itself out. I, I guess so. I have yeah. faith. Alright. Yeah. Uh, just like George Michael, I have sex in public restrooms. Sure. Yeah. With men. With whoever. Well, it's a glory hole. I don't know. That it's. Wait, are you receiving or um, giving? Tuesday and Thursday, I'm receiving. Monday, okay. Wednesday, Friday, I give. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, then, on those days, I'm pretty sure you know who. <laughs> Not really. I'm so blind drunk that it, <laughs> it might even just be like possums that are, like, trying to eat feces out of the next neighboring toilet. I don't even know. That's pretty gross. Yeah. Well, you know. I, I, don't, I don't... Do possums do that? <laughs> the ones in my neighborhood do. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I actually did see a possum last night when I was walking my dog. Uh, she, she, uh, she really wanted to eat that possum. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was running right across the street, and my dog stopped and was like, what the fuck is that? And then the possum like darted under some bushes, and my dog was like, "We we have to go over there and eat that." Sure. And I kind of told her no. I was like, "I'm a vegetarian. You don't know where it's been. I might have fucked it on Tuesday <laughs> or one Monday. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Uh, I don't want my dog eating anything I've recently had sex with. It's true. You know, that's never right. again. Never again. Right. I say. Yeah, that that is just general good advice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. You know, yeah, so, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's right. Your dog's a puppy. There are many creatures out there that she's never seen before. Right. Yeah. She's always like learning something new. Right. And she's very excited. Sure. She's always learning something new except for how to behave. Except for that. She's getting a little better. She's still very bitey. She's very bitey, but she's gotten to the point where if, if you say no bite, she like looks up at you and she's like, oh. And then she'll bite you again. Sure. But yeah. then, like, after two or three times, she's like, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's getting a lot better. All right. right, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we are here to review a comic book. That that we are. That I picked. You did pick it last week, in fact. Yeah. And and we both read it, assume, assumably. Yes. Assumedly. Yeah. Uh, I assume that you read it. <laughs> I am pretty sure I read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I read I read the uh, the book called Trillium. Yeah, by Jeff Lemire. I think it's Lemire. We I think have had this conversation every single time right. we've reviewed one of his books, which is three. I think it's I believe this is now three. Yeah, at least. We, did, we did Sweet Tooth and yeah. Underwater Welder. Right? Yes. 
underwater welder. That's a yeah. hard word to say when you're so drunk. Are you drunk? No. Okay. No. I wish. Uh, I wish I was drunk too. Uh, I've been dying to be drunk. We can Although I did get day drunk the other day. Really? Yeah. Like what day? Like Friday. Oh, huh? Like during the day? Well, at work? Uh huh. Oh, that's unusual. I'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, Sweet Tooth, uh, Underwater Welder, and this one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe so. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, really? Uh, I could have sworn maybe there was one more in there, but. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably think right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of. For, I don't know, whatever happens in my head, which I'm not entirely too sure of. <laughs> Sometimes I do confuse Matt Kent with Jeff Lemire. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, similar. Yeah. And, like, they, they both worked on Sweet Tooth. Right. You know. and contemporary. Yeah. And, yeah. They're both Artistically similar styles. Both uh, kind of white guys. Uh-huh. Short hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, with the... Uh, I don't know. Toronto right. guys? Are they both Toronto guys? Oh, I mean, Jeff is. Jeff is for sure. Matt Kent. I'm not. I'm not entirely he, he, sure. He might be a state, a state he boy. Might be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's possible. Es posible. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So this is a uh, creator-owned book from Vertigo Comics slash DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, Vertigo used to be a thing. Yeah, they're drastically cutting that back, aren't they? Seems like. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Astro City was the only Vertigo comic that came out this week. I'm like, that's a Vertigo comic now. Right, yep. Is Spider-Man a Vertigo comic now? Uh, might be. I mean, both Astro City and Spider-Man are chock full of swearing and nudity. (laughs) So, I mean, it would have to be, right? Yeah. I know. I was like, I want to read Swearing and Nudity. What am I going to read this week? I guess Sex Criminals, maybe? I'll reread that from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But if you, but you want a fresh one, so you go for Astro City. Because yeah. that's the Swearing and Nudity book that came out this week. Well, what I did was I took, I took the issue of Sonic Boom that came out this week from Archie, and I just penciled in a lot of swear words. Okay. And right. Read it. Yeah. I guess that works too. Yeah. It was actually quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that Knuckles has a mouth like a sailor. Oh yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like a sailor's name too. Knuckles. I could see that being a sailor. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Like a little tiny sailor, but he's he's scrappy. Oh yeah. Yeah. He'll he'll well, he's, take he, it I, would, I, I would think that his name would then be Scrappy. Well, he originally called himself Scrappy, but people were like, "Oh, like that cute little puppy from Scooby Doo," and he was like, "Fuck you!" And he punched him like, "Damn, Knuckles! Those knuckles hurt." <laughs> <laughs> and then such was born the name Knuckles. I buy that. Yeah. <laughs> I still have my copy if you want to buy it. Sure. It's three dollars. Uh, Two ninety nine. Uh, it's covered price. Can I get a twenty percent discount? Ten percent. <laughs> no one gets twenty percent. That's not true apparently. Well employees do. Joe Joe G Every time we think he quits working there, he starts working there again just to get the employee discount again. Mm-hmm. So they've given him an honorary lifetime 20% off. Mm. So. Mm. Mm. He still orders products for the store. He orders products for himself. Occasionally for us, too. <laughs> he, he, like he's like, I tacked on like five copies of a second printing of, you know, Scooby-Doo team up with Harley Quinn for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Thanks. shit, if that's all it takes, give me the password. <laughs> I'll order some stuff in the store. Yeah, but you'll order, like, holy fuck, and things that won't sell. 
<laughs> I mean, it's arguably probably a better comic, but... It might sell. We would just get stuck with them. It might sell. See somebody uh, glancing at the the counter. Holy <laughs> fuck, what is this? I would have bought it this week. Sure. There was no Vertigo comics to read. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Save me half an hour from penciling all those expletives. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah, we should have had this conversation last week. Yeah. Uh, Trillium. Trillium, a Vertigo comic. Yes. Um, There might be a couple swear words in this. I can't remember. There's no nudity. No nudity. None that I recall. Yeah, maybe like alien nudity. Maybe. uh, I mean, there's some uh, ancient Incan suggested vagina. Well, yeah. Uh, But uh, I'm trying to think. I don't recall there being much, uh, much... swearing in it either. N- none that pops out at me. Right. Uh, a little violence. Yeah. A little bit of violence. Yeah. Uh, but like just enough to move the story, not like, right. it's not like a gratuitous, like, you know, it's not like Stray Bullets style. Right. Like that, you know, I don't know. It's a good, good book too, but like. I get what you mean. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's primarily a sci-fi book. It is, it is primarily a love story as well. Yeah. And it is primarily so confusing that I feel like I should have read it twice before we started this. Hmm. Which I would have, but someone stole my trade paper bag. <laughs> that is unfair. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you picked this book. Um, I, I own the individual issues of this comic. All, all eight issues. Yeah. Uh, I could find four of them. The last four. The last four, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you, uh, you read, uh, the first four in this trade paperback, and then I had to trade you, uh, the last four individual issues for the <laughs> right. trade paperback That's so right. that I could read the first four. Well, it is a trade paperback, so it was living up to its name. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I still don't know where my copy of the first four issues could be. Did you maybe put them inside of a Incan temple and send them into a... Outer space to find their way into a black hole or something? It's possible. Yeah. I mean, I don't recall doing that, but, you know... I it mean, might have been the other you that did that. It could have been the other me. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I, I went through a rough time recently, so... I mean, there were some days where I was drunk, and... and who, who knows? Who knows what I wound up doing. You might have peddled them on the street corner for a bottle of Ripple. It's possible. Yeah. I said, hey, you like <laughs> comic books? <laughs> like some guy had, like, a... Superman forehead tattoo. And you're right, like, yeah. You're like, here, buddy. Yep. <laughs> give me a 40 of laser and I'll give you these. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I apologize for no. having your trade paper back. No, it's all right. I honestly don't know that. Okay, I feel like I got the gist of the story, uh-huh. but I feel like I have, like, as far as grappling the overall, like, nuances, I'd say I'm at a about a zero percent. All right. Well, let's let's see if we can talk our way through this. Okay. Yeah. Let's learn together. Yeah. Um. So so the story takes place in two different timelines. Mm-hmm. In the year uh, thirty seven ninety seven, we we meet a scientist named Nika. And in the year nineteen twenty one, there's a soldier named William. Uh, <clears throat> in the future, there is a sentient virus that is uh, basically wiping out all of humanity. 
and they are struggling and rushing to try to find a cure. Uh, As they planet hop to to avoid the virus. Yes. And uh, the planet that they're on now has a uh, flower that grows on it, which uh, is kind of the key to uh, maybe destroying the virus. Uh, but the, the plants are all guarded by the, uh, the natives of that planet, uh, who, uh, get a little unruly if you happen to trespass on their, their territory. See Avatar. Yes. <laughs> or any other. But they're blue aliens. Yeah. I don't know. I just, huh. Well, uh, I can also, I can already tell you that, uh, this is 3,000 times better than Avatar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh,. <clears throat> I would say I at least enjoyed it as much so, and and for not having understood it that well, that's a good thing, right? Because it's beautifully drawn, and it's very like the characters very interesting, and the yeah, setting yeah. and the story is interesting. I just like feel like I didn't quite catch it all. All right. Uh, so yeah, so uh, our, our our initial lead character Nika is. Uh, you know, she has been working with the natives to, to gain their trust, and uh, she goes to her regular rendezvous to meet with their ambassador, and uh, he is not there. Or she is not there, because all the, the aliens are, are females. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, But the, the entrance into their village is open, and so she just goes in, and they're, they're, all the, uh, the the natives are waiting for her. And uh, they perform some sort of ritual that she really doesn't fully understand. And she is led into a temple where, when she comes out the other side, it is uh, on Earth in 1921. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically eats some sort of uh, cyclotropic plant and has traveled back in time thousands of years. Yes. Uh, And the plant is the uh, the titular trillium, Mm -hmm. which is a real plant. Is it really? Yes. I did not know that. It is a real flower. Where, where does that grow? I'm not entirely sure. Mm. I just I was uh, looking up... Uh, uh, I needed uh, an image to put for uh, this particular episode, so I Google imaged a Trillium, and uh, apparently I needed to refine that by huh. writing Trillium comic, because I just got lots of uh, pictures of uh, flowers. Wow. That all look like the ones in this book. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. See? There you go. Slightly learned a thing. Yeah. Not entirely. Not enough to hurt any kind of knowledge. Just learned that it's a thing. So, so does it make you want to eat some of those flowers and travel back in time 3,000 years? Sure. Yeah. All right. Why not? Right. I mean, pretty much anything would make me want to do that. Right? So, yeah, and so that's when we meet our our, uh, our other lead character, William, who was a uh, a soldier in uh, in uh, I'm guessing World War One. Mm. Who uh, he's British, and uh, he he suffered some some severe traumas in the war. Yeah, and uh, now he's, uh, he's he's just getting by. And uh, his brother invites him onto uh, an expedition to uh, to the jungles of the Amazon to to find the lost Incan temples. And uh, <clears throat> there they they run into uh, the the natives of the jungle who uh, pretty much kill them all. Yeah. Uh, but but he manages to escape and he finds uh, an ancient Incan temple. Uh, and uh, and he meets Nika as she's as she's running out yes. of the portal or whatever. 
Uh, and then from there, things go crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that that's the part that I understand. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the rest of it is a lot of... Uh, it reminds me of of things I like, like like Prometheus or David Lynch films, where I'm like, oh, I wonder what that means, or I wonder who that represents. or mm-hmm. And, like, it's interesting, but I haven't put it together yet. All right. I feel like I need to read it. Two, maybe two, two, three more times. Probably. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I would probably read this again because I thought it was really good mm-hmm. and, and really enjoyable. I never felt like I was really very confused by it, though. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to me, it was like one notch away from Dorfler as far as the confusing factor. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I I never felt lost. Wow! Wow! Like like I I uh, yeah I, I felt like the story pretty much held my hand mm-hmm. like as much as I needed it to. Well, without giving any huge spoilers for the listener, because you know things happen on the last few pages that are pretty significant, right? Um, what what do you think it's about? Like, it's, I, I don't. It's it's primarily just a love story, right? It's it's about these two characters who are just destined to be together, and you know just happen to uh, break the universe in order to to get there, right? <laughs> but but it almost seems like they are the same person somehow, like because they both kind of trade roles, sort of in the middle of the book, and William is in the future, and and uh, Nika's in the past. Uh, I don't know that the same character. Yeah, but but. Basically, what happens is uh, a catastrophic a catastrophic event happens uh, in the middle, mm. in the middle chapters that uh, that uh, sort of causes the universe to break. Right, and they wind up, I think, switching roles for the most part. Okay, and aspects of their universes or their perspective or respective uh, timelines sort of merge into each other as well. Right. Uh, because yeah, basically what happens is uh, uh, Nika becomes a a you know, wounded soldier from 1921 in a world that is populated by female soldiers, mm-hmm. and uh, but also there's like you know flying airships, right? And, and kind of like, dirgible like H.G. Yeah. Wells kind of stuff. Yeah, steampunky kind of weirdness. I love steampunk, and I do love steampunk. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> um. Uh-huh. So yeah, I mean, there's that, and then, and then all of a sudden, William is kind of, you know, in this, this, you know, the same space as, as her in the future, right? Um, and he's kind of avoiding the virus and everything. So yeah, it's just weird. To, like I don't, I, like I'm sure there's a chunk of that that I just don't get. And <clears> once <throat> I read it a couple more times, I'm like, right? But, but it just didn't quite connect for me, and I didn't. I didn't look online to see what other people said about it or anything. Right. I, I want to just kind of figure it out by talking to you or, sure. or just by rereading. That is a bad decision. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, I don't know. Uh, if, if your theory of them being the same person was true, then I think it would fall apart in the fact that they're not the only ones that trade spaces right. in the story because yeah. like their own individual entire cast of supporting characters that's true also switch yeah sort of but i wonder if that's just kind of in her mind because like after 
Nika eats the trillium flower is kind of when everything kind of goes crazy, and I'm like, maybe this is all just like a giant hallucination on her part. It's possible. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, because cause then William also eats the, the flower as well at, at a certain point. Right. Uh, to try to, to rescue Nika. Uh, this is at least what his plan is, because when they first meet, they can't understand each other. Right. Uh, because uh, Earth language has evolved so much in the future that, uh, you know, speaking the same language is no longer the same. Right. Um, and there's the thing with language, because the aliens speak a language that is represented with um, icons. Yeah. And in the back of, I think it's like issue six or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or the back of the trade. Yes. It has the key that you can you can use to decode that language. Yeah. And I spent a little time. I, re- I decoded some yeah. of it. Um, and basically, like some of the things that are well, maybe said. Maybe that's what confused you because I didn't. Oh, okay. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I decoded it. And like everything that I decoded, I was like, well, what does he mean by that? Because like the alien would be like, um, you know, you are the mother or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like, and then give her some sort of, you know, advice or whatever. Uh-huh. And then, and then like there's a flashback where Nika, you know, when she was a child, her mother, um, was basically, she, she basically drifted off into space, uh-huh. like, like in the movie Gravity. Uh huh. Um, I never saw that. Movie. Okay. No. Yeah. I did see that movie. Okay. <laughs> I got confused. Yeah. I thought you meant contact. Oh, you never saw Contact? I never saw Contact. That was a good movie, too. But, um, and so later in the story, you know, adult Nika visits little Nika, and little Nika says, you are all alone, and and I am too, but you don't have to be if you follow this or something, but it's all in this alien language. Right. And so that's when adult Nika, like, travels down into, like, the weird portal that opens up into that crazy landscape with like black holes and all kinds of stuff right and 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 you know she ultimately ends up finding william and not being alone anymore but, right so i'm like wondering like if her younger self was telling her that or if it was like a fever dream type thing where her subconscious was represented by that young child like i don't know I, like, it just confused me maybe i should not have tried to decipher that. i guess not yeah because uh Hey, I didn't want to take that much time. It was time-consuming because yeah. the letters don't really... Like, a couple of them kind of look like... Like, the O kind of looks like an O. Right, and, yeah. But, like, most of them are, like, very similar looking to each other. Yeah. So, like, even once you're like, okay, that's the E, like, then you see another one, you're like, is that the E as well? <laughs> see, I back, like, 15 years ago or whatever, uh, there was a little comic that came out called Ecstatics. Oh yeah, or or uh, previously to that X Force. Yeah, there, there's a character in that book named uh, Dupe. Yeah, uh, Dupe's uh, language is actually a font uh, called Roswell Wreckage, uh, which which I have a copy of. And so one day I decided I'm gonna find out what <laughs> Dupe is saying. <laughs> and an hour into it, and two panels later, I was just like, "Fuck all this." Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Was, it, was it, like, nonsense? No, it made sense. He okay. was, like, telling jokes and, like, you know, like, <laughs> right. responding to characters. And that's funny. It was part of the story, but... Uh, so there's no, like, app or whatever where you can just translate? Maybe. I don't know. This was 15 years ago. Oh, there was yeah. no such right. thing as an app. Wow, really? <laughs> wow. You're old. Yeah. And so am I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it took maybe, I'd say, like, like I've translated, like, a couple pages, and I was like, wow, that was, like, half an hour. Right. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. So, I, no, yeah. like, parts that look like key points, like, like you know, there's a couple flip book type aspects to this where... Um, that was a little annoying. I'll yeah, to, we keep turning yeah. the book around, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, like, it was kind of cool in the one where, you know... You, oh, read, you read it one way and then the other it, way. Yeah, you, like yeah. you read the top half and then you flip it over and you read the bottom half. Mm-hmm. Like that worked, but the ones where you're like flipping and reading backwards and yeah, it was a little, little much. I tried to read them upside down, but I, I just couldn't. Right. Yeah. I was, I was a little tired. And there's a point where they kind of like meet each other. Like like older William is helping little Nika and and adult Nika is helping war war torn William. Yeah. And they both say. Um, it's time. That's mm-hmm. what they both say in an alien language. And then that's when they kind of like meld or whatever. Right. Um, is that when they go through, uh, spoilers, but, uh, yeah, when they, when they go through the black hole? I think it's right before that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like immediately before that. Okay. Um, so maybe it's about them just becoming one because right. they kind of like become one. Right. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's also part of the book. Is earlier prior to to that, they, uh, you know, William mentions how basically they're both just broken people. Yeah, and and you know them finding each other, you know, makes them kind of a whole person. So right. that that actually is kind of the the point of this book. Okay, about just finding the missing pieces of your life. Yeah, by looking outside of yourself. Yeah. That's right. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I hate this fucking book. <laughs> okay. Well, here's an, a curious thing. Towards the end, uh, before something happens to William's brother Clayton, um, he goes, he 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 all of a sudden has this like eureka moment, and he says, "William, I remember." And then like he's kind of cut off, yeah, from ever speaking again in the book. Yeah. Um, what does he remember? I don't know. Uh, maybe he remembers because. Prior to that, you know, well, Clayton was also in 1921, and he gets transferred into the the, the future versions of of uh, William's life. So he just remembers that. Maybe he remembers that his past life. Yeah, could be. Hmm. I honestly had kind of forgotten about that point. Right. I mean, at the time when I read it, I was like, huh. Yeah, uh, I wonder what that means, and then I just immediately forgot right. that that happened. That, see, that's the kind of thing I mean. Like, I bet there's like a dozen things I'm forgetting that would be interesting to like bring up. But it's kind of one of those books that's really, it's really, it moves really fast, but there's a lot going on. Yeah. So it it kind of leaves your brain. Your brain kind of doesn't fully get to process before just something else crazy is happening. Right. So I feel like. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those three-time read kind of books. Yeah, probably. I'd say that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of, oh, not yeah. a lot of comics really... Uh, you get your money's worth. Yeah, exactly. Plus, it is beautiful. It, like, is, it is great looking. It's like all these kind of washy color kind of yeah. things going on. And, oh, wow, it's beautiful. And uh, like we mentioned, I think it's issue five is the one that uh, <clears throat> the story is split... Uh, you know, where the, the top section is read first, and then you get to the last page, and then you flip the book over, and you read from that back to the first page, uh, the bottom half of the story. Mm-hmm. I think that, I don't know if I've ever seen that in a comic before, but that's pretty great. Yeah. The way that he did that. Yeah, that was cool. And, and 
I will say that the when I got to that point where I had flipped it over and was reading, because it's Nico's story at first, and then it's William's story, and it's right when they've basically switched timelines. Uh, and so as I was reading William's story, uh, I kept looking at the bottom of the page to see if there were parallels to right. what was happening that I was reading, but I also didn't want to reflip the book over again. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, because I, I was afraid that when I started reading it, I realized what was going on. I was like, oh, this is going to, like, my eyes are going to wander and it's going to spoil something, but right. it never did because it's upside down. Right. It's not like it's not like it just says, don't read the bottom half. Like, no, yeah. like it's upside down, so your brain's like, okay, ignore that. Right. Um, and there is a couple of points where it mirrors each other, like, where they have, um, you know, like a, a similar experience. Like a, right. But, yeah, that was that was really well done. And then I feel like maybe he was like, wow, that was cool. And then, and then he tried, tried to do, it again, yeah. and then like he did it differently, but in a way that was like kind of more yeah. annoying. But at least he only did it on like two other pages right. after that. Yeah. Uh, maybe another time through in one of the other issues, but yeah, uh, it worked a lot of time, Jeff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't beat the dead horse. Exactly. Um, I will say, you know, like the ending of it is, is kind of, uh, not super clear, uh, you know, as to, to what exactly happened. So, right. so I'll, I'll give you that for sure, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I felt like, yeah, kind of grasp sort of the basics of what that meant. Yeah, I feel like it's, it, it's kind of a, about just shedding the things that, like, cause, cause it's, it is so like claustrophobic. Like there's a lot of like dialogue and there's oh, yeah. a lot of like, you know, multi-panel pages. And towards the end, it's like real clean and empty, and yeah. like no panel borders, and like it just gets real light and and open, and like it feels like everything is finally like it's like a breath of relief, you right? Know? So I don't know. I feel like maybe that's kind of what it was trying to say too, just kind of letting go of a lot of the things that are you know weighing you down and whatnot. It's quite possible. I will say I was a little intimidated at first when. I opened the book to see, you know, 16 panel grids. Right. And yeah. I was just like, oh, God, this is going to take forever. Is, did David Heatley write this? Right. Yeah. And uh, it, it was actually a pretty quick read. Yeah. Like, like yeah. It only took me about four hours to read the whole thing. So I could have got this back. Oh, my you God. You could have, yeah. Yeah, I was done with this thing by, like, three today. Oh. <laughs> I even took a couple breaks. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> No, yeah, no. I I really enjoyed this, and then I don't have the answers that you may be looking for, but uh, right. I, I don't I don't feel like I came away confused from this. Yeah, okay. I but definitely I would did. definitely say it's worth a reread. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm definitely a little confused by it, but I but not in a way that I'm like frustrated or angry. I'm just like right. I'm just like I I I feel like I should be getting more than I'm getting. Right. Like, it, I feel like it's there, I just need to sift a little more, or, like, reread a little more. Yeah. And I definitely will, because it was, I mean, man, I love his art, and, because, uh, yeah, he writes it and draws it, I think even color assists, like, him and another dude color it together, mm-hmm. and it's gorgeous, um, so I'll definitely reread it at some point. Did he, uh, because cause I would assume that he just painted the whole thing, but... Yeah, it looks like it. I think Jose Villa... What's his name? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jose Villarubia. Villarubia, yeah. Yeah. Colorists. So, yeah. He gets listed as a colorist, so I'm guessing... 
don't know, maybe it was just uh, washes that he did, and then Jose Villarubia colored them. Right, possibly. Yeah. And then, and yeah, the trade is printed on this awesome Vertigo newsprint. Yeah, like like it's a lot of their trades are like my old Invisibles trades on that same kind of paper. Yeah, it is really nice. It's got yeah. a nice tactile sensation. So, yeah, I was looking through the individual issues, and they're printed on the uh, the glossy paper, which uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I definitely prefer non-glossy. Right. Yeah. You know what I miss? Baxter, Baxter paper, like yeah. GI Joe number one. Oh, uh, was that on Baxter oh, paper? Oh yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive. And so was uh, <coughs> the X Men New Teen Titans. I know that one yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, there, well, there's two versions of GI Joe number one. Okay. But, but one is Baxter paper. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, because the rest of the series wasn't Baxter. No. Right. No. no. But uh, you know, like there, there was, uh, I think the Vigilante series uh, was that on was Baxter, on Baxter wow. paper. Uh, the second version of the New Teen Titans was a Baxter series. Oh, really? So. Who's that named after? It's not Baxter Stockman from the Turtles, is it? Like, I know he's a scientist. Maybe he's a paper scientist. Because <laughs> uh, he's a fly, so I don't think he could... <coughs> uh, I think it's just the person who came up with the... Uh, uh, God, I'm going to say it. The stock? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> he's the Stockman. Uh, <laughs> but this is nice paper, though. It is. Uh, I agree with you. And uh, you know the thing, like I bought uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, what was that uh, that that uh, tiny little uh, uh, vendor show that uh, you were at, uh, the oh, Jim yeah. and Dan show, mm-hmm. and I bought uh, what it's thirty years old now. The 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 New Gods uh, reprints. Oh yeah, that's on Baxter paper. Yeah, man, those things are still crisp and white and yeah. beautiful. Why don't they use any of that? Anymore? Right? It's, it's yeah. probably pricing, I'm yeah. guessing. I bet, yeah. But still, I mean, I don't know. It's yeah. good stuff. It is. Yeah, Baxter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trillium. Trillium. That's worth reading at least once. Worth reading and maybe reprinting on Baxter stock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? If, yeah, if they reprint on Baxter, I'll definitely <laughs> check it out again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, and maybe someday I'll find the first four issues yeah. and give it a reread myself. R- right. That's cool. There's no, there's no letter column in the back of the single issues, were there? I, I, don't, I don't remember I seeing don't, one. Of yeah, I don't think there was. Okay, because I'm curious like if he ever did some sort of interview or like commented on things. Sometimes well, I'm sure like, he did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I might, somewhere online. Maybe I'll read it one more time, and then I'll read some of his like interviews. Yeah, there you go. So maybe I can. It, it's kind of like, but like it's like Prometheus, the movie. Like I like that movie. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that confuse me about it, but that doesn't diminish my enjoyment of it. Right. It just just changes, you know. Well, considering you and I are probably the only people on Earth that actually like that movie, <laughs> apparently. Well, they're doing a sequel, so they are. it must they have are been well received. I think it just made money. I don't think anything has to be well received right. to get a sequel. Because yeah. uh, otherwise, Man of Steel would not be getting any kind of sequel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to get into that here. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, what do you think about uh, Aliens Paradise Lost? I will definitely watch that. As will I. Yeah. Yeah. 
Especially Ridley Scott's doing it. That's great. Yep. Yeah. Is it next year? Seems a little soon. So, okay. Well, unless you're talking 2017 next year. This is 2015. Uh-huh. Right? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> but we're closer to right 2016 than we are. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like 2016 cars are probably already out. But, oh, yeah. I'm but, sure they are. But, but yeah. Yeah. No, I still operate on the, the old school calendar. Right. I, I doubt it would be next year. Yeah, it's a trillion. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Intriguing, for sure. Indeed. Let's take a break. Yes, sir. Send a message to God in heaven. I'm thankful to be alive. Cause you sleep from 11 to 7. Hard from nine to five. Cause can't nobody last forever. And everybody has to die. And everybody needs protection. I pray it don't pass me by. Cause everybody needs an angel And everybody needs a smile And everybody has an angel And everybody wants tomorrow right now So say that happiness will never find you Until you find yourself Some say that happiness is all around you It ain't how you measure your well No I say it's free to be yourself We all fall short sometimes It costs nothing to help sometimes Cause everybody needs an angel And everybody needs a smile And everybody has an angel And everybody wants tomorrow right now Everybody needs an angel And everybody needs a smile And everybody has an angel And everybody wants tomorrow right now And everybody wants tomorrow right now Everybody wants tomorrow right now. 
Alright, welcome back to Gun Trash. We're here. We're queer. And we're getting used to it. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I remember when the, like, I feel like maybe I remember a time when the word queer was more just like, well, that's queer. How odd is that? Uh huh. Like, like, maybe I'm just remembering, like, seeing things that are much older than me. Probably that. But, yeah. But, I, but, like, are you allowed to just call something queer anymore without people getting upset? Well, uh, I don't know. Because do, do gay people even get upset if well, you call them queer? Well, I, I think if you call them queer. Because they kind of appropriated it. Right. Like, there's, like, queer comics <laughs> right, and stuff yeah. like that. But, but I feel like if, like, I'm, I feel it's, feel like it would be pretty derogatory just to, like, yell the word queer at somebody. Well, sure. I mean, anything's derogatory if you're just going to yell it at somebody. Well, well yeah, but. Hey, like, white boy! <laughs> <laughs> but like nerd, know, but like there's queer. But comics. you are those things, right? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like <laughs> queer comics. I do auto bio comics. So if I was walking down the street and somebody in a pickup truck yelled auto bio, like ah. I'd be like yeah, and thumbs up, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but the word queer, it's such a cool word. Like it's a neat. Like neat letters, like I love right. Q's and U's and sure. double vowels. Right. Like it's a it's a cool sounding word, but I don't want to offend anyone. Right. So. Wasn't there a band called the Queers? The Queers, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, we, I, I don't know. I'm very closed off to the world. Yeah. Uh, I have three friends. Um, but you know, you, Joe, and uh, Matt Brassfield, and. Uh, Neither, all three of you are just white, almost middle-aged nerds. Right. But you're pretty in tune with what's going on in the world via, yeah, via the web. Yeah. Right? I don't know. But, but I don't personally know, uh, anybody of any, any different, uh, you know, sexuality than I am or, mm-hmm. or, uh, well, I guess everyone I know is actually a different race than me, but, uh, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, and I, like, I, I have never met a, 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 hell, I've barely met any female, so I don't know any, uh, otherly gendered people than myself. <laughs> I, I know a few lesbians, I'll ask, I'll ask them sometime. <laughs> I'll be like, hey, what, what do you think of the word queer? Right. Can I use that? Like, I'm, I'm talking about, you're not- talking about, like, you know, if you see, you know, something from Trillium, like, yeah. in front of you, you know, well, right. that's queer. Yeah, or like, yeah. you know, like, occasionally you're driving around, you'll see, like, a car that looks like somebody just made it in their garage because it's, like, I, got weird spouts and smoke stacks and stuff. And you're like, how actually, queer is that? I saw a car that would cut, that it would fit that description not yeah. that long ago. See, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I showed you a picture of it or not. I don't think so. Uh, it was uh, when Joe and I were coming back from Kentucky a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. it's like a hearse that had like a refrigerator <laughs> fused <laughs> to the back of it. Right. Something. It's pretty queer. It was very queer. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would just say, well, that's weird. Yeah, I know. weird is. But is, weird. I'm like kind of tired of the word weird. Sure. I, I've used it a lot. Uh, you could say uh, that's confounding. Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't roll off the tongue no. as easy. Odd is okay. Odd is odd, yeah, odd yeah. but but queer is the really the one I want. I want to right embrace it. Is it only because it's uh maybe potentially an offensive word that you just want to use it? 
No, I mean, Cause, like, because you feel like eh, there's a little taboo for me. There's, to say there's this. no, there's no lure to the, you know, <laughs> if they say don't put your hand in the cookie jar, you want a cookie. But, sure, right. But it's a cool word. I've always liked the word. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I and uh, and going back to your initial question about this, uh, I. I feel like from my childhood, it has always been a derogatory term for homosexuals. Right. So, like, I think... Like 80s movies. Yeah, so uh, I feel like like you and I are close enough in the same age that I feel like there probably was not a time where people right. were just using it to describe weird things. I, I've just watched a lot of, like, 50s and 40s yeah, sci-fi movies that and has things to be like it, that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that's where I've, I've heard it more often. Yeah. In a non-derogatory sense. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've seen plenty of Police Academy movies sure, where right, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. used in the other way. <laughs> uh, so that's our next movie, Police Academy 8. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a new one? I don't know. Oh, I would watch it. I'm sure that Steve uh, Gutenberg is is trying to get a, a remake of Fast Tracked. Oh, uh, see if it's if Michael Winslow is not there though. I'm, oh, I'm sure he I'm would like, have to be. Yeah, would have to be. It's the only thing that he's known for. <laughs> Doing weird sounds with his voice. I saw him on like a daytime talk show once yeah. in the '90s, doing like doing the weird like helicopter and machine gun noises right. and stuff. I was just like, wow. Yeah, I guess. Hey, once you found a thing, yeah. you stick with it. it for all it's worth. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at it. He, sure. He should do an album with Mike Patton. Like, that would be awesome. You know? Because <laughs> they both have, like, all kinds of range and, like, odd sounds that they can produce. Yeah. Uh, I would say Mike Patton's a little more uh, diversified than uh, well, sure. Winslow. But, you know, but Patton gives into all these, like, he'll do, like, a metal album, a hip-hop album, a funk sure, album, right. a jazz album. He can do, like, you know, a weird sound effects album with Michael Winslow. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, what were you we talking about earlier and you said you would get into that? Later? Oh, yeah. The, the Day Drunk. Oh, yeah. Day yeah. Drunk. Well, what was that about? Uh, my my office decided to have a, uh, a cookout on Friday afternoon. Uh-huh. So, we closed the office at around 9.30 or so and went to a uh, a park. Where uh, I was then uh, stuck with all of my coworkers uh, for an indeterminate amount of time, uh, and and uh, and in the outdoors, uh, yeah, with free beer. Uh, my my the owner of the company eventually showed up and sent one of the guys out to go buy some beer. Ah. and so and even though the park is, uh, you're not allowed to have beer in the park. Uh, oh, snuck some in and contraband. Uh, yeah, and and so I was like, well. I gotta be here, so I might as well just drink. Right. That's always been your life motto. Yep. Huh. Well, that's cool. I mean, was it enjoyable at least? No. No. Oh. I like having a buzz in the daytime because it's so unusual. It's such right. a queer feeling. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, you mean the drunk part? Yeah, that was yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. Just the, the, the being there mm-hmm. was, was not exactly a thing that I wanted oh, to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd rather be somewhere else drinking in the daytime. Sure, yeah. sure. Like a bowling alley or under a bridge somewhere. Right, yeah. Uh, at least definitely with people that I don't absolutely loathe. Hmm. And really, there's only two people in my office that fit that bill. Yeah. yeah. But they are ever-present. Oh, my God, were they ever-present? Yeah. Yeah. You know, hmm. I, I don't know, you know, you, I'm sure you, you've dealt with magic people. 
for years and years, and I'm sure they all fit a similar type of, of uh, description. I'd say like 60% of them do, yeah. Yeah, and it's the person that, you know, completely unprovoked will pretty much tell you, you know, all the details of their lives oh. and their, their interests. And their magic dicks. Right, yeah, yeah. Like you're like, I don't play magic. Like, well, let me tell you about all the things mine does. Right. Like, I don't play magic. And it's, uh, and then I sort of came to realize that, uh, cause, cause there, there's a guy in my office. And, uh, he, he's relatively new. And I've already decided I do not like him. And he's also good buddies with the guy that I've pretty much predetermined that I might actually murder someday. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> But so he by by association that doesn't help. Right? That does not help him. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, this new guy, uh, while not necessarily as bad as the other guy, uh, also brings out the worse in the other guy uh, because at least before him, uh, the other guy never spoke, and now he speaks. So he's doubly annoying now, and this new guy is also super annoying. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, but yeah, so, like, you know, this new guy, you know, nobody's ever asked him, you know, hey, what do you do in your personal life? Hey, what's your heritage? And we already know that he is in a steampunk metal band. Oh, cool, you love steampunk. And that he's Jewish. And that he is uh, super into vaping. Oh, wow. But he's totally not in the vapor culture, even Uh though... He will only ever talk about vaping yeah. and vaping culture. Right. I didn't see. I didn't realize there was a vaping culture. Already. Apparently, there is. Okay. I thought it was just like people are like I'm tired of smoking cigarettes, so I'm gonna do this. No, no. There's a whole culture about you know the different flavors and uh, the the type of uh, thing that you smoke it out sure, of. Right. Uh, and yeah. one of our listeners actually makes uh, different flavor vapes. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> No, no, it's, I mean, that's cool, but I just, I, I know who it is too. I just didn't know that there was like a culture around it. Like, I, I'm fine with like the fact that it exists and like it seems like much, much better. It's more pleasant to be around than tobacco smoke by a long mm. shot. I think the smugness counteracts the cancer. No. <laughs> oh, there's, I don't know if there's smugness. Oh, fuck yeah, there is. Really? You think? Yes. Maybe it's certain people. Yeah. <laughs> I would say most. Oh. And I will also say that uh, if the phrase, I don't want to be that guy, but, is part of your everyday vocabulary, guess what? You're that <laughs> guy. As, oh, that's the new guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy because I don't, I'm not really into the vaping culture, but... And then he'll go on, like, for 30 minutes about vaping. Yeah. Fuck okay. <laughs> Guess what? You're that guy. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but I'm so Jewish... See, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I'm okay with you know being proud of one's heritage, right? But uh, you know, uh, for the most part, if you know me, uh, most people would never even know that that I am of uh, of any kind of Hispanic descent because I just don't go around advertising it, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Literally six times within two hours, he had mentioned that he was Jewish <laughs> to random people, and there's only like ten of us in the office. Yeah. <laughs> And also, everyone within earshot. <laughs> Guess what? We get it. You're Jewish. Shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. Aww. Go put on a hat with gears on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steampunk. 
Okay, see, I can kind of okay, because like most people I know, like that that are into vaping, like it's like Jeremy and Kathleen, like people, uh-huh. you know, they don't really like wear around their culture, right? It's just or or their, you know, pop culture. I mean, Kathleen wears like you know nerd stuff. Well, yeah, but but like if you're vaping and you've got like steampunk and you've got like, you know, Jewish paraphernalia, like right. I can see there being a lot of like, here's who I am kind of stuff going on there. So I can kind of see what you mean by that. Yeah. But I think, I think overall, when I see somebody with one of those, I'm actually, I actually like to see it because I've, I've just, I just can't fucking stand cigarettes. So like, I like to see people using that instead. Like it, it's kind of pleasurable for me. I don't want to see anybody using anything. <laughs> Keep it to your fucking selves. <laughs> and I do feel, I would say 90% of the people who now vape are like, hey, look at me. I'm vaping. Yeah. Look at me. Vaping. Well, I think it's a trend for sure, but I think, I think there's, you know, there's logic and like good, you know, good intentions behind it. There's good intentions behind it, and that has been completely lost mm-hmm. now for just annoying goddamn hipsters. <laughs> Hipster fucking shitbirds. And and I don't I haven't had any contact with uh, with uh, Jeremy in years, so I, I don't know if he's one of those guys. But I know for sure that Kathleen isn't. Right. You know, she started doing it because she was trying to give up smoking. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what he does too. Yeah. yeah, that's what he did too. Uh, but you know, as far as I know, she's never droned on endlessly to me about the different flavors right. and the you know object that she is smoking it through. Right. You know, and then because I'm not gonna give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh, people who smoke regular cigarettes, I don't give a shit what you're smoking, right? Whether it's menthol or filtered or unfiltered or whatever. Wouldn't you think it's slightly cooler if they had like a Misfit Zippo than if they just had a Bic lighter? Um, nah, not really. Really, I don't okay. give a fuck. Because I mean, you know, some of the little things are kind of cooler. If... I mean, hell, I have a Zippo, <laughs> right? Yeah, I haven't smoked in twenty some years, right? At least not on any kind of regular basis. What, what kind of Zippo is it? It's a uh, 300 Zippo. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> the, <laughs> my my, uh, my ex-girlfriend bought it for me. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I think she wanted to get me a fuck communism Zippo, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, from Preacher. Yeah. Uh, but but I don't think those existed at the time, so it's she just got... Went with Frank hey, Miller. you like Frank Miller. Yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't, like... You wouldn't vape from a Holy Terror vape machine? <laughs> I would not. But you would think about it for a second or two, right? Nope. Uh, yeah. Anyone, I'll, and I'll say, say this as well, like uh, about people who smoke weed. I don't give a fuck about, you know, bongs and pipes and hookahs or whatever. You know, just, just fuck off with all that. <laughs> you smoke, that's... As far as my level of caring goes, right. is is to know whether you do or not, and even then, not really. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Yeah, I yeah. do not give a shit. I don't care if you use an apple core or a vaporizer. <laughs> don't talk to me. Is pretty much what this all comes down to. <laughs> all right. Okay. So day drunk. That was fun. Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> we played uh, cornhole. Cornhole is fun. Yeah. Uh, which we actually had kind of a conversation about a little bit, you know, me and some of the tolerable people. Uh, it didn't used to always be called cornhole, did it? That's all I've ever known it as. Because I could swear that 
you know, like my my elementary school used to have a similar game oh, that really? you could play. Like you know, like they had fairs or whatever. You know, at my school, and, and I never recall it being corn called cornhole hmm. until at least in the last fifteen years or so. Did they call it just like beanbag toss? Or Maybe something? yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can't remember ever playing that when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't think I ever played it. I just. Yeah. Don't ever remember anybody ever huh. talking about cornhole? Yeah, I, I unless thought it was about fucking someone in the ass, <laughs> right? Like on Beavis and Butthead. Right. <laughs> I I feel like I'd never heard of the game at all until like yeah the nineties, right. late nineties. I don't know. Hmm. Right. It's kind of fun though. It's kind yeah, of relaxing. I like the sound of the the beanbags hitting yeah. things. You you would have hated it then at my my office party then, wasn't? Because because my boss, uh, the 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 owner of the company, he was. Uh, fucking terror. He, he was, uh, he was basically challenging everybody and winning every single time. Oh. And just, uh, he, he is, uh, he is a poor winner. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's and, too bad. Uh, you know, just, just, uh, getting in your face. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's not But fun. that's, that's who he is. He's, he's a, a human whirlwind. Yeah. I don't like competitive anything. Right. Um, that's why I do so well in life. Right. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I don't like competitive everything, but I view everything as a competition. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't. I just can't it's, help it. It's a cooperation. Uh, everything's a competition. Like, okay, Panic. Remember when we did that? Oh, yeah. It's not a competition, but it was always a goddamn competition. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh. Huh. Well, I'm sorry I won every time. Yeah. You won a lot. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I don't try to compete. You want more than some other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, speaking of <laughs> people from, no, no, like, not, not probably who you're thinking. Speaking of people from OK Panic, um, I went on Kurt Dins's web, website the other day. Okay. I Is he dead? No, 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 okay. he's alive. Right. Good. I, but, like, yeah, I hadn't heard from him in a long time. And, uh, I was, I was looking around and he had a, some new t-shirt designs mm-hmm. and I ordered me a Kurt Dens t-shirt from his website. Which one did you order? I ordered the, uh, Angry Cubs Bear oh. t-shirt. Yeah. Cause right. it's pretty cool. Saw him, uh, advertising those a couple days ago and, and, uh, thought about buying one, but, uh, I'm a fat guy. Aww. And, uh, he does not make, uh, fat guy sizes in those t-shirts. Aww. Cause I totally would have loved to have a Cubs. Monster. I I am always on the lookout for T-shirts that aren't black or white. Right. And like that one's like a real nice sky blue, yeah. like Cub style. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a cool design. And I was like, oh, I I need to wear that and yeah. support Kurt. I think I told the story about how I saw a Kurt Dins uh, shirt out in, in the real world. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Was it at right, Pat? It was at the uh, the Air Force yeah. Museum. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kurt Dins is good people. He's good. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I talked to him. Well, if you talk to him, uh, tell him, uh, say hi. All right, then. I will. I mean, surely he'll realize that was me, because I didn't, like, email him or anything. I just ordered it. Right. Um, I think I might have said hi in the, like, note. Right. You know, like, usually you can leave a note. It's like, hi, Kurt, or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's well, a good people. I hope he fulfills those orders <laughs> himself, and it's not just some service. Right. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Because if it is, then some random person in Taiwan is saying, "Hiker," and I have no idea what that means. And yeah, start getting flagged by the by the for for surveillance. 
I guess I hope not. I don't want people seeing what I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I went to a comic show yesterday. Oh, did you? And I got to play uh, the Colonel. Car- <laughs> no, it was much better. It was called Fandom Feud. Okay. It was like a nerd comic book related family feud. And it was awesome. Yeah. Is that what wore you out so much? Yeah. Well, I didn't have to, you know, I was the team captain. Okay. Okay. Here's the best part. The the guy came around to my table because me and my brother uh, were working for the Mavericks table. It it wasn't like my artist table. Right. And he came over and he's like, he's like, hi, we're looking for one more team captain because we have one and we're trying to get celebrities as team captain. So would you be? And I was like, what? And uh, he was like, he's like. And like, I know the guy uh-huh. and he's, he draws comics and he's like, yeah, you know, because you draw comics. And I was like, your version of celebrity is like a really pretty loose term there. Right. And he's right. like, he's like, well, yeah, but you know, you work at a comic shop and people know you and you know, you draw comics. That's, that's celebrity status. And I was like, okay. So, <laughs> so we each like me and this other dude, his name was David. I forget his last name, but he's a really nice guy. He's a comic artist that was exhibiting and, uh, we each were team captains, and we got to like just pick audience members, like random people that none of us knew, and uh, and we each yeah played this family feud game, and it was cool. They had like graphics and everything where like you'd say it, and they're like it didn't have sound effects like you know, but they had a dude that would yell <laughs> if you got it wrong. Um, <laughs> but it was really fun, and I would actually like play that every week. Wow! If if you know somehow that was a thing. So did like they take a survey of people? They, they said they, they yeah. surveyed a hundred people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. So was it uh, your team against a uh, team of black people? No. Because that pretty much is what the Family Feud is nowadays. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> right. every single time that that it's accidentally on in my parents' house, <laughs> it's like whites and blacks against uh-huh. each other. Uh huh. They're trying. Steve Harvey's trying to incite a race war. I think so. Huh. I think so. Oh. It's him in those suits. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no! It was, it was really fun. It's cool. I enjoyed cool. it. Uh, where did you do it? Because I've been to that comic convention before, and it's uh, w- a one-room show. It's, it is. It was the tiniest comic convention I have ever seen. It, like the actual dealer exhibit room was smaller than the comic shop I work in. Yeah, like like no exaggeration. Yep. Um, but there was a hallway of artists, and then upstairs on the second floor, they had another hallway of artists, and they had a like a, a basically a classroom. Okay. And that's where, and that's where they did the. The, um, the family game. feud there, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, a couple a couple of years ago, five years ago. Uh, well, when did Joe get married? Oh, man. Because it was, yeah, like it was the weekend of his bachelor party. His, uh, I remember that uh, I went to that show because uh, Tim Seeley was, was oh, yeah. going to be there. Yeah. And uh, the girl that I was hanging around with uh, wanted to meet him. She was a big Hex Slash fan. Mm-hmm. So we went... And it literally is, you know, the hallway that you walk in in, and there's maybe like four tables, and then you walk into a room, and there's all the vendors. That was it. It was tiny. It was very small. But you know what? There was some cool stuff, and we, we did all right. Like, we... Um, what, it was you and Pete Bell and... Epic Loot and Jim and Dan, like, okay. all, all yeah. those were there. Um, that, and then that already room. seems like that's too much to be in there. Dark Star was there. Um... <laughs> And there was some random stuff, just like, you know, dudes selling their collections type of stuff. But um, Roma Collectibles was there. They do, like, the light switch covers with comic book characters oh, on okay, them. And I was like, I asked them, I said, I've seen you at a couple shows. I said, do you have any Rob Liefeld light switch covers? 
And they were like, no, we thought about doing some life club, but we didn't know if they'd sell. And I was like, if you do one, I'll be, at, you know, I'm sure you'll be at the Jim and Dan show in December, and I will too. Because if you do one, I'll buy it. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and it's funny because she said, like, you know, it's basically like a, an image from a comic, and in the middle is just a hole where you, you know, the light switch comes out. Right. And, and she was like, you know, at first we did a couple, she's like, the first one I ever sold, she said, I did a He-Man, and I just, like, after I did it, I realized, his crotch was like right where the light switch goes. So it, like, it looks like when you put it on, it looks like an erect penis that you're right, flipping. Yeah. And she was like, Oh my God, you know, yeah. she's like, I have to be more careful. But she said that one sold really fast. Well, of course it did. <laughs> yeah. Um, my parents had one of those in their bedroom. Uh, not, he- not he man, but of a dude, yeah, like, like a line drawing of a dude where the light switch was his dick. Oh wow. Really? And he had flipped it up to, to turn on the lights and, and he yeah, that's had awesome. a, Giant dick. Was it? A, it wasn't my character from anything. That nope. was just like a dude. Yep. Because my parents are perverts. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they weren't, you might not be here. So no, that's, that's also true. true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm glad they were. Yes. But yeah. So hopefully, and they were like, yeah, maybe we can find like, you know, a Captain America Heroes Reborn or something. I was like, okay, well, if you're gonna get specific, I said, it doesn't matter what character to me, but I would like it to be something that he created. Right. Like I, you're I, a purist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy his Captain America, sure. sure who does, right. who does not? Right. But I would rather see, like, just something that like came from his mind. Or, right. Yeah. Or even Shatterstar or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. So, hopefully uh, so in December, I'll, I'll have one. That'll be cool. Speaking yeah. of Rob Liefeld, mm-hmm. I have done two Deadpool commissions in the past week. That's cool. <laughs> I, I struggle to get commission work. I, I don't get it very often. Uh, but apparently when I do, it is two <laughs> Deadpools in a row. Right. Well, he's popular with that movie coming out. That is true. Uh, but yeah, uh, a friend of mine, like pretty much my only friend from work, uh, she wanted, uh, a Deadpool for her brother, who I guess is a big fan. And, uh, so, so we, we worked out what I would draw for that and then I gave that to her, uh, uh, Wednesday, I think. Sweet. And then, um, uh, and then my, my ex-girlfriend actually, uh, she, uh, commissioned, uh, something for her husband. Uh, I had, uh, I had a whole bunch of, I, I still have a whole bunch of, uh, of those blank variant covers. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I had taken a picture of it and, you know, posted it online and said, hey, anybody wants anything? And she had initially asked about, uh, I had two Batman 66 blank, uh, variants. Uh, but then when she got back to me, she said that she and her husband wanted a, the, the Deadpool blank variant that I had. And I said, sure. So I drew, uh, so I drew a zombie Deadpool. Nah, that's awesome. And then I gotta say, that turned out kinda nice. Yeah? I don't yeah. think I've seen the finished zombie one. I've seen the other one. Yeah, uh, I just, well, I've had a lot of time over the last three days to myself, so mm-hmm. I just pretty much worked on that, so I wouldn't go. Uh, completely stir crazy from boredom and loneliness and sadness. Right. Well, that's yeah. good. It's good to have an outlet. I, I guess. Not, not a great outlet, but, uh. Drawing is a great outlet. Yeah, sure. I, I would, I, I would have enjoyed having drawing night as we, we normally <laughs> do. And I would also have enjoyed maybe, uh, doing something with any of my friends at any point in time just to take a break from it. Right. right. And, and not have just been at home for the last 36 hours. Yeah. That's, that's a long, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I like those every once in a while, though. I do not. I, I need stuff to do, mm-hmm. or I will kill myself. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. I, 
did go out and buy new shoes though, at one point. See, that's good. Yeah, not really, because that then involves spending money. Like winter shoes? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I guess kind of, but uh, I just uh, I, uh, I generally just tend to wear a, a pair of plain black sort of boots right. slash kind of dress shoes, or at least uh, you know they they can be dress shoes if if uh, necessary. And uh, the the current pair that I had had a, a giant hole in the side of them. Mm. And uh, where I could actually like stick like three of my fingers through. Was that from like when you attached like gears for your steampunk costume? <laughs> Probably <laughs> had something to do with it. Right. Yeah. yeah, you gotta be careful. Well, those things are shit. <laughs> yeah. So I had uh, to go out and find a, a decent pair of of, mm. of cheap shoes to replace right. them. Yeah. Uh, the cheap part was was the roughest part. Mm. Yeah. yeah, shoes are expensive. They are. I don't get it. Like even Chuck Taylors, which is primarily what I wear, they're right. they're like fifty bucks now. And I remember in right. high school, I could, I could buy two pairs for twenty bucks. Right, and they're just uh, rubber and a pair of uh, like you know some burlap. Yeah, pair. they're like rubbery socks. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like really? Yeah. But uh, I'm so used to them now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I watched a whole lot of uh, uh, the Avengers cartoon uh, over the last couple of days. Ah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, my life is empty and worthless. It is not. Worthless. It is indeed. But, uh... You want to uh, pick a movie? Oh, yeah. I, watch? I have a movie in mind. Yeah. Yeah, I actually have procured it from the library. Ooh. So, uh, so, no need to... To, to worry. Okay. Um, and I think I remember the name of it. That's because <laughs> I'd never heard of it. I just like saw it and I read the back. I was like, oh, that sounds right. neat. So, so basically, you're going to mention something here, and then next week it might be a different thing, but it will be the movie you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's the movie okay. I'm thinking of. Because, like, I, I even earlier today, I was like, wait a minute, what's the name of that movie? And I, like, IMDb'd it real quick. Right. And, like, the one that I typed in. It was like 1940s, like, you know, Sinatra movie or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not the movie. And then, like, I had to, like, go to my, uh, account on my, my library's website uh-huh. and, like, look at what I had out. And right. I was like, oh, that's what it is. Okay. I could have walked into the next room, but I was like, yeah. you know, yeah. I was already on the computer. Right. No, was but, it, uh, uh, the Manchurian candidate. <laughs> no. Uh, oh. Um, no, this one is, it's, it's actually a French film. Ooh. And I think it's called Nobody Else But You. Nobody I'm, Else But You. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Okay. But, um, yeah. Huh. I don't know if you want me to tell you anything about it. Uh, I'm torn, because I've never heard of this, if okay. that is what it is called. Yeah. Uh, but, eh, you know what? Yeah, it's good. Okay. I'll, I'll cool. just I'll wait to see. All I'll right. look it up online when you leave. Sweet. Yeah. Well, but you might look up something and that might be completely different than well, what, uh, what I was sure. when right. I ring it. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Um, nobody else but you. Does it have any recognizable French actors? Not that I recognize. Already. Yeah. Uh, French director recognizable? Mm. Nope. Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so Pitoff is out. Nope. Yeah. No, okay. no, no John Pierre, Pierre Genet. None, none of that. <laughs> yeah. Gerard Depardieu? Mm, nope, nope, nope. nope. But, uh, Jean Reno. Uh, nope. Luc Besson. And no Audrey Tateau, which is weird because I would watch anything she's sure. in. Sure. Um, yeah, nope. Alright. Yeah. Well, I really have no business vetoing this thing that I don't know about, so <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Sweet. Even if that's not the title of it, I can yeah. still find <laughs> out next week. Alright. Yeah. 
But it will be the movie you're talking about. It will be the one, yes. I Which have I have a copy. It's going to be, I guess, kind of hard for our listener to uh, to play along. To play along if, uh, if if you got the wrong thing, but uh, that's their fault. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. God damn it, listener. <laughs> yeah, why would we? Fuck is why would you, you want to play along? <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like I've offended possibly everybody, mm-hmm. um, and uh, possibly to the point where no one will ever listen again. So uh, we should probably uh, call it a night. All right. Okay. Well, I'll see you next time. All right then. All right. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.